0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cast, your go-to weekly listen for all things MFL. We're your hosts, Calvinator and Jimbo, and together we'll discuss all the MFL updates, transfers, dev updates, the season, everything concerning MFL. One important note before we get right into it, none of what we say on here is financial advice. Do your own scouting or hire a director of Metaverse Football. Calvinator. Who have we got joining us on today's episode?
1: We have a a very special guest. I uh, gave him the nickname Mr. Data in our announcement. You probably know him from many Discord channels where he will sometimes randomly and sometimes uh, announce uh, share some nice data about players, about teams. Um, So that's great to have him here, talk more about data. It's JC from the MFL team. Welcome, JC.
2: Hello, how are you guys doing? Now, thank you for having me, and, uh, and a pleasure, and looking forward to having a very nice conversation today.
1: Yes, now we're really excited for this one, and uh, also a lot of our listeners and users because they really want to know more about, yeah, a bit about the data formations engine, etc. So we'll talk about that later, but first we have some other things to talk about, such as the upcoming live stream and when Cup. Can you tell us more about that, Jimbo?
0: So obviously on Tuesday, we've got another another MFL player drop, which includes legendary packs, and because of legendary packs being involved, we're also doing another Wendert Cup, which hopefully a lot of our listeners will be taking part in it. Um, we've doubled the the club count or club participants from eight to sixteen this time, and. We'll get onto it later in the dev updates, but they've been, you know, over the last week, you would have seen some really intuitive and fun qualifiers going around, really spontaneous. So it'll be great to stream the, the knockout stages we're streaming on Tuesday, along with the, the MFL player drop. And I believe today and tomorrow uh, will be the group stages. So we'll be seeing who qualifies those knockout stages and show them. And I think also there'll be some predictions and and other bits and pieces going on for the knockout stages. So even if you aren't taking part in the in the tournament, like like last time, um, there will still be some predictions and still some ways you can get involved and win some win some prizes, which would be great. So yeah, much looking forward to the stream on Tuesday as always.
1: Yeah, it will be great fun. Like so, live commentating again on the yeah on the games and uh, yeah predict the winners. So I think we both. In our first match had a draw right we drew yes so hopefully yeah, we'll one, qualify we'll... for the uh the quarterfinals, which will be a bit embarrassing
0: three. if we don't right
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah although might also be rigged and we're like uh, biased a little bit no it will be fun if we are playing it's much more, uh, more fun so yeah it'll be great so tuesday tune in at uh 10 p.m central european time um to the I can call it MFL time, maybe because of Paris. Yeah. One hour um, before the drop will start. Yeah, think, exactly. So well, t minus one, we uh, we start with <laughs> the stream, so all we'll tune in and fill in the bracket, and then see if you if you got it right, and maybe you win a prize. And we'll also spin the wheel for the quest. So we'll be yeah. uh, we'll there's be always goodies on the stream, right? We're always giving away stuff. Always be a good time. Yes, and sometimes there's really nice surprises in yeah. the packs we had. So lost some like a seventy four, very good one. so definitely definitely tune in and yeah so later on in this episode we'll talk to jc a lot about his role uh, and about his background about data and first we'll start with our usual updates as always our personal journeys are first so let's talk about that and i guess we have to start with leak 18 it's getting a bit close isn't it it's it's getting it's (laughs) you know
0: we're, we're now top. We're, we're joint top, right? But I think I'm first on goal difference.
1: Yeah, and that's really frustrating because I was playing against Sardine FC. And I He's had like.
0: Fatigue side, right?
1: I had like 50 shots and 20 on target, and I only scored two goals. So I don't know what <laughs> the hell went there. <laughs> they were shooting from distance. I kept missing. But uh, yeah, so now, but it will be on goal difference maybe or not. It's, it's, yeah. it's very exciting. It's very tight. So it's really fun in the coming
0: week. Yeah, see. I'm. Cool. I, it's it's super exciting, but I'm also really nervous because if I lose the title, I don't mind losing it, but I don't want to lose it to you because <laughs> you'll, you'll be so smug for weeks and weeks yeah. and weeks. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great finale. The last two games of season. So by the time we record next episode, one of us will be really, really happy and one of us will be really, really sad. So we'll see we'll see who turns out the victor yeah. in that one.
1: So we have the Wender Cup and the Wender Clique. So let's see who wins the, the yeah. Wender clique right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh JC, are you actually well, you don't have any team, right, to play with. Um, but do you like to follow or watch some matches or if some indeed. favorite teams you have <laughs>
2: no indeed i i don't have a team because actually and that will come with the story i could tell later know right, about how i joined so i was uh, initiating my journey as as a, as a player or as a user a month yeah. ago but then since i since i joined the, the the project i don't have any any active team or or, or player in in the collection uh, I'm still obviously following up or, or different caps competitions is part of our uh, monitoring and part of the fun so indeed i'm 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 following the the activities
1: <laughs> yes yeah, that, that's great, yeah we'll talk later more about that uh that journey uh, you had um yeah so the the leagues and everything's finishing up, and in our next episodes we can look back uh at that, and of course, also during the stream a little bit. Yeah. Do you have any teams in um
0: any of the the cups?
1: I still have two teams, two in the yeah. contenders, Cavalleros and uh, Corsair Cove. So they're in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Actually, playing, uh, playing
0: tonight, right? Because I've got my my yeah, play um one of Ali Coleman's teams later. Nice. So it'll be you know interesting to see if we so can we're both, uh, go in through the cup. or not. But.
1: Yeah, that's nice. And I also have still, with Korsakov, their second. So they can still be champion too. So I might win two league Ooh. titles.
0: Right. Win that league and not this one, please. Right? <laughs> Let me win this one and you can win the other one. <laughs> Let's
1: see. And uh, Black Sea will probably end second, I hope, in uh, in silver. So that's nice. also nice. And about the the Casablanca Corsairs, we're not going to talk. And uh, now, uh, <laughs> next season again, next season. <laughs> then we're... It's a write-off, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a season to forget uh, quickly forget dev updates i've been in shape i think the past episode so let's quickly uh, talk about them <laughs> yeah the first thing is the 10 days to uh, christmas event and the advent calendar i think everyone has seen uh, that right now on the mfl website it's really cool uh, yeah, snowing it. that's amazing uh, you have your your advent calendar and every day you can open it and find some prizes Jimbo you had a nice player right that's yeah i got right.
0: an uncommon player on my on my train journey on the yes. way back from the Norwich Ipswich game i, I was, oh, i've not done i've not done it today and it was like three o'clock and i had a look i went oh wow i've got a an uncommon player what a nice surprise usually i'm really unlucky i just get tickets tick all tickets but i was like wow i've been i've been blessed this time so yeah Great. fortunate with that nice
1: yeah that's nice yeah and i got like a tournament entry for this boxing day thing oh yeah the uh, boxing day tournament so that's yeah. Yeah, so there's loads of cool prizes to win. So of course, the team had to to do a lot of work to to make it snow, to build the calendar, uh, to set up other things such as player infantry, uh, the custom pitch. You can also win a custom Christmas yes, pitch. Yes,
0: I want that. I don't know if everyone gets that, but if if you don't, I really want it. I really want the custom. Yeah, pitch. we want
1: to see it. Maybe on the stream, we can ask someone to yeah to, to share it. And also automatic price distribution. So before, if you want something through a Twitter giveaway or for for us for the the live stream, Um, the team had to manually do it and now it's automatic. So that's also cool that that's been done. So a lot of work, uh, yeah, the team has done on the, the Christmas Advent calendar. Apart how, from how
2: that, about how about the new formations you're skipping the, the, the yeah.
0: uh, I, I, I was gonna say that in the engine update also engine uh, update.
2: okay okay yeah, yeah
1: but also sorry yeah there's loads of new formations and you can also win them in the mm-hmm. advent calendar to G- test out and use them in quest matches and you obviously have worked on that a lot uh, jc <laughs> so that's that's great yeah i wanted to say that in the the engine update so let's go to the engine update i think I'm like with actually someone who was working on the engine with me. I think I'm totally like going <laughs> to <laughs> say some uh, fake news as uh, Donald Trump would say <laughs> it. But uh, some work has been done again on the pregame tactics. So one of the features coming up, pregame tactics, some changes for more realistic simulations, 10 new formations uh, are going to be released. So you can already Make- um, yeah play with them if you win them in the advent calendar. So probably we'll talk more about it later. Um, Also the engine fix, we've talked about it before about upset ratios is still being monitored to see if it actually, yeah, uh, changes this, the upsets, if it's, if it works better, but I think it has been well-received so far. Finally, two things. So to make the vendor cup possible, there also had to be some work done about like automatically filling the the tournament slots, uh, scheduling, the the matches so more automation again on that too yeah and the secret project is still underway they keep teasing us um, yeah but it's it's gonna come eventually it will yeah. be revealed eventually
0: yeah really nice um dev updates this week hearing all the automate auto automate automation there we go got it out hard work. Words. yeah hard work for someone <laughs> that's english as well right um but and, and doing all that allows the team to then have more time to do other things, right? Which is ultimately freeing up resources and time in in the you know, is is a great thing to do. Um, one question to you, Calvinator. You know, you said it snows. Have you figured out how to make it snow lots?
1: Not yet. No, I've been, uh, I saw it as a nice quest to make it like uh, to trigger yeah. some, uh, some uh, snow. Uh, how do we call it again? Hazard? Or no? Blizzard. 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 Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Blizzard. So Blizzard. For avalanche, uh, yeah. but I did not. Uh, I tried to go to scouting and then find all players called Snow and then click on them. <laughs> that didn't work, so no. I have not found it. No, did I, you or uh, well,
0: well, technically yes, I have found out how to do it, but obviously I reviewed the quests, so okay. I sort of when reviewing them, I can see obviously where the person's like why they've screenshot them, right? So I yeah. can see where they've screenshotted it. So I knew what page to go to. Now, I still have to do a bit of clicking around and stuff. But obviously, I don't do the quest. So I'm not going to you know, cheat or anything like that. But I have, I have since. I know this, this, the page you have to go on to and where, and where to click. Um, but I will say that one of Yax's clues something to do about something being shiny. I know that, which is true. And I would also say for the listeners, I may be drop a little hint as well. Don't overcomplicate things. It's something. It's something new. It, it's on it's on a new part of the site mm-hmm. hidden deep is, but i'm not which... giving too much away i think i don't think i've given too much away with that um i don't know if jc you know how to trigger the blizzard do you uh i have no clue exactly so <laughs> hopefully hopefully i'm not giving too much away but don't think too much into it have a little yeah. play around on what's been recently revealed that's all i'll say and now, now I'm gonna have to review a bombardment of them because I've probably given away too much. Yeah, you,
1: you create more work for yourself. Yeah. Right.
0: But in theory, you've only got about half a day for when this episode goes out. To get okay, out okay, okay, okay. Because obviously so, it's a quest.
1: Yes, so I guess later on in this episode we'll talk way more about those uh, about the engine and the new formations, etc. So let's move on to the season update. And in the Diamond League, there are only two more games to play, yeah. and the meta mercenaries with Dirk are. Topping the league, 28 points. Club, Atletico Tango, 24 points. So, it looks like it's almost decide- decided. What do you think, Jimbo? Can, it, can yeah, a I've miracle not, happen? You yeah,
0: know? I've not actually looked at who the play in their last two games. But with that four-point gap, it seems to be, you know, it's probably had 90% chance, maybe a bit less than that, that they win. Um but I yeah. think it's immerse, it's the mercenaries to lose. We'll use that phrase. It's theirs to lose, right? So they should be taking home their second trophy of the league.
1: Yeah, it should be, uh, should be in the pocket. But yeah, it's football. Anything can happen, also. Exactly. Um, so we don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it could, it could be decided on the last match day, or or not already the next one. But yeah, well done uh, already to to Ronin for having such a nice uh, season here. Yeah. Um, any anything else that you see in the in the Diamond League? I mean,
0: I think I predicted Scrub Sam to to win. I think that was a second or third match day in because I think he was second or third at the time, so he's dropped a few places. So, but I think he's 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 middle ground. But I think really aside from Meta mercenaries being four points clear, it's been a pretty tight league from like two to five. It's been relatively tight, which I think is what we want to see. In yeah, the top yeah, division, exactly. it's going to be competitive because everyone wants to have the best players contracted out to their teams there, right? So I think if we see really competitive um, league formats or, you know, standings, I think that means that the, all the teams have, the you know, the best players contracted to them. I guess, we, you know, to touch on the engine, the engine's in a really good state if, if we've got really equals because that, all the teams there are, re- in reality, pretty equal. To an extent, right? right. They're all united yeah. Bus players, so... Pretty much. Yes. If we're, as long as we're not seeing a whitewash, I think, which we haven't been seeing, it's all good. But, yeah, Diamond League looks like it's doing well, and hopefully Meta Mercenaries and Mr. Dirk captured in that.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really great uh, league to follow. Yeah, I predicted Ballers, and they are eight with 13 points so that was uh that's, <laughs> very a, polite, that's <laughs> a that's
0: a polite way of saying second bottom
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so jc you, you check out diamond league sometimes uh, or in the
2: yeah well they, they are the most uh, famous no uh, mm-hmm. also in the no in the in the community so uh, of course i follow from the pure fan perspective because i'm following the league as a, a spectator Fun, let's say okay. and yes. i'm also following up from the let's say metrics and performance of the engine perspective to be sure that everything is kind of okay so indeed yeah and uh, a fan of all the all the leaks indeed yes <laughs>
1: awesome. No, uh, we said also last week, like it's it would be nice to to build it up a bit and and create more of a of a hype around it, and that really becomes more fun to watch. Then also, or if you have some favorites, or you have some some players there, to really have like a Premier League kind of vibe around the the Diamond League. So that's why we're also discussing it uh, each week. What we also discuss each week is the marketplace. So what's been going on there? so Jimbo did we see any did we notice anything any activity yeah, well I, th- I think it's been a pretty active marketplace
0: like it's been for the last couple of weeks really like consistent players being bought and sold throughout the week i mean just just we've got a few lists of some who have been active in the market who we feel we say these name- names each week so I know that Lamb Web3Sports, I feel like you've put in brackets here still. Still, you know, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's relentlessly, not relentlessly, but he's consistently in the marketplace. And what I love about him is where he always posts on Twitter when he gets a new player and why they've bought him like a proper club announcement on social media, which is really nice to see. But there's play- players like Leon G and Jamie and Dio and Stakana and Al2021. Lots of, you know, names we recognise who are still in the hunt for players trying to bolster their squads because we've got the leagues finishing soon we've then got the cups the christmas cups starting after that i think people are trying to whenever they can and they see a good deal to iron them up as well but i realized you also noticed a few new names as well do you want to talk about them
1: yes yeah i always check sales bot and see like who who is like a name i never see so i saw two interesting names Motti and crypto cat 2022 so shout out to them for joining uh, the project and uh, buying players that's uh, that's great so yeah they I think Motti had a bit more already um, uh, but yeah it's great to see them joining and also uh, being active with sales is it jingle time for you Jimbo? Jimbo? Yeah, <laughs> the
0: I'm going to do the jingle again my, vo- my, my voice is a little bit ropey but we'll go for it <clears throat> Splash of the week. There we go. I think I really should get that professionally recorded. Yeah, but I, I like that we still do it like this. You, so. you like the, the improv and the spontaneity of it, right? But Splash of the Week indeed. So the winner on well, the winner <laughs> this week's Splash of the Week is by Dio, who was purchased a 20-year-old right back, 84 rated for $181 being our Splash of the Week. His surname's Lesota. I'm not pronouncing his first name yeah. because I'm, I know I'll butcher it. <laughs> he's from Poland. Proper proper, good player. The 84 rated for $181 is actually a pretty good price as well, I think. Yeah, that's um, why I also call it bargain of the week. It's a yeah.
1: pretty bargain. And I'm still amazed by for what prices 84s are sold compared to 85 legendaries. It seems to be really a really big gap uh, yeah. between like, I mean, like one higher and he's legendary. And so... Probably yeah. he'll progress like that and turn into a legendary uh, within a couple of years, right? So that's a really good. Yeah, that's a really good, good point, him. actually.
0: Because if you look at it from sort of like a value point of view, you would think that an 84 rage would be quite close to or closer to the 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 price of a legendary pack so like was it three nine nine? Yeah, three fifty? Yeah. You think it'd be maybe up towards like two fifty, high two hundred. So yeah, hundred and eighty one for a eighty-four rated player is
1: a steal. A steal. Yeah, steal of the week, bargain of the week, splash of the week. So.
0: Splash of the week.
1: <laughs> yes, great. How Dirk? Dirk is uh, well, one thing, let's say the positive and the negative. Positive, he is the captain of the the side that is going to be champions probably like probably yeah. probably so he he can say he led his team to the title so dirk is is great yeah you could also say he, he didn't assist again and didn't score a goal again and he got the yellow card so he's yeah. not he's not like the star of the team no but
0: I'd, yeah I'd, I'd i'd use a phrase <laughs> quite an, not i guess it's an english phrase stinking up the place you know He's not doing great. He's just he's just there. He doesn't really do much. He just gets booked. He's You know, he's just... Uh, I mean, he probably is going to be captain of the winning team of the division. But you just want a bit more from him, right? You just yeah, want... Yeah, we, we, we want more action. We want a few... But like you mentioned last episode, could he be assisting the assister? Could he be that piece? And we don't really know in terms of stats right now, the individual stats for him. Um, but yeah, hopefully... Last two games of season, or in yeah, the cup, or whatever maybe. it is, he just pulls her a bit more. A maybe bit more he's familiar. way
1: more more important in his defensive role, right? Like as a CDM or stopping the the attacks and yeah. being uh, also what I said last week. Some players are better without the ball, so they just have to mark and yeah. close gaps and uh, close spaces. So <laughs> maybe that's what Dirk's doing. We thought we already do a little also. Why Dirk? We 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 skipped Why Dirk quite a few episodes. So that's questions from uh, the audience about uh, anything, but this one is for j c already so a little spoiler little i was to say it like appetite uh, appetizer appetizer yeah. appetizer for the uh, for the main conversation, so Taggart asked, "When XG, when expected goals?" <laughs> uh,
2: we start with some pressure, some pressure on the yes. engine, guys. Yeah. Uh, no, we 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 do know that this is a a very relevant metric and when real real soccer and also for for the community and for our game. I can obviously, and this applies to everything. I will say I will I will not commit uh, to to particular dates or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but uh, now that nobody is listening to us, I could say that this is one of the the things that we're already testing, and that we're. Uh, I mean, it it is probably uh, more advanced than what I could I could even I could even say is again something that we have been testing already with uh, with the content last um, last week, and that it it might be coming in one of the next upcoming releases so it's not far ahead in time awesome. hopefully hopefully oh
0: cool that's it's really probably, good news that's yes. probably more of an answer than taggard was expecting he probably just thought ah maybe sometime. Yes, and But now. actually actually it's been in the spin in the mind you've been thinking about and actively progressing it which is indeed again strange. just a disclaimer don't
2: take it as a as a, any any commitment but just to to <laughs> to make a, a, a let's say an, an awareness note uh, that it is it is a metric that we also yeah. consider important uh, that is in our plans
1: yes yeah, so maybe later more about uh, this exactly and uh, and data and calculating that but let's first do a proper introduction and meet uh, jc and let say where you come from what's your mfl story etc so let's start with that. Wow,
2: well, <laughs> um, I need to see how how much back I, I go in time. I, I wanted to also provide a little bit of a let's say background on where I'm, I'm coming from in terms of uh, of the let's say NFT ecosystem or gaming ecosystem and, and this kind of uh, 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 let's say project. And and uh, it was a few years ago, I believe it was in pandemic times when I was. Uh, uh, Excited about NBA Top Shot. I found an NBA Top Shot for for the for the first time. Uh, it was the first, let's say, co- digital collectible project that I that I've had in my radar. Maybe because at those time in in pandemic, uh, we all had more time that we wish uh, at home. Yeah. No, so so for me it was like a like a perfect match because I always wanted to collect things. NBA is my second favorite uh, sport. Uh, so for me it was like a, it was like a, like super cool. It was also the early early stages of NBA Top Shot. Uh, not as early as I would have liked, money-wise, <laughs> because I got a oh, little. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I didn't get in the super early times when when uh, some guys were discovering the whole thing. Uh, but anyway, it was my my let's say my my entry door to the to this kind of of of, um, of projects. Also with Dapper, to be honest, I found many. Uh, interesting people there in a kind of an Spanish community that we had because it's th- th- there was not so many uh, spaces for for Spaniards and not everybody in Spain is familiar with english believe it or not so so there were some Spanish communities uh, uh gathering people together, helping each other, understanding the the how this kind of project and game work. And uh, well, not to elaborate that much, that uh, one one thing took to the other, and then I got engaged with some uh, um, guys from La Liga Golazos, if you know the yeah. project. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Also, a, a dapper project itself, no. So I was collaborating there a little bit on their strategic views on the on the product on the, on, on the project. Uh, uh, that took me also to another kind of official project for um, uh, soccer-related uh, leagues, like uh, One Football. So I don't know if you heard about that one because that didn't go very well. It was the equivalent to La Liga Golazos, but for for Serie A in in Italy, didn't go. I was helping again on the uh, configuration of the product, uh, selection of plays and stuff. I mean... Not the not the not the point, but um, at some point when I was finalizing there, I, I had always MFL in my radar because I I didn't have time, but I saw it in the charts in the in, in some uh, um, uh, news, uh, uh, but I never had the, again the the time to to really go there and explore it in depth. Uh, but I was finally getting some time, and I was like reading the white paper was so much quality and i anticipate i will say many good things about the project because i really i really feel it like that so i was reading the the white paper and actually my uh, starting the journey as a, with the intention to be a, a user and if you remember i was publishing some some data reports that i that yes. i that i was able to create and jimbo you were already doing also many good things we had changed in the due time and, and now again one thing to to the other and i met uh, maturin and, and jan and and we started collaborating
0: that's 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 awesome yeah i think i was looking back and in terms of when you were officially announced as a <laughs> member of the team and i thought it was in the summertime, but it's actually the end of march this year and so that's it seems like you know it's only a couple of months away from a year which i think has gone really really quickly
2: even surprising me now yeah time 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 flies time that time flies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> yesterday to me and you know that uh, well you know six six weeks are one year for us <laughs> so,
0: yeah,
2: <certainly. laughs> so 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 that time flies yeah yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah. so 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 the, the whole, sort of the the data the data piece in your current role how long have you been working in, in that sort of piece is that something you've always done throughout your career have you sort of developed into it now sort of how does that work
2: indeed for me that is the the the, the more interesting part maybe of, of the story uh because uh, talking personally now for me uh, the mfl project was like the kind of the perfect storm for me in terms of uh, of skills and and fit if you wish um and, and before even going to the to the data analyst skills or whatever that is my my Professional background <laughs> where I have mm-hmm. my my deeper expertise um I was also being, being born in Spain. I was always a, a soccer fan. So you you yeah. can imagine soccer, well, soccer, football. I don't want to get. I don't want to yeah. be, be, <laughs> no. be kick off suddenly. Of, kick off of the of the uh, the podcast. No, um, I was always uh, a fan as a kid, and I was and it's a little secret. I, I I always wanted to be a journalist as well. Uh, yeah. When I was when I was and then I didn't make it through. I was more in the engineering path, but I wanted to be a journalist. So, so uh, a few years ago, uh, I, I created a, a digital magi- magazine about soccer. It was in the early 2000. Uh, everything was a little bit more difficult in terms of access to data, media, and stuff. So I am actually a fan of a humble team in in La Liga, which is named Rayo Vallecano. I don't well, you may know now because we play in in, in La Liga in first division yeah. now, but it was in the it was in the due times that uh, we were in third division. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, So we were actually forgotten. No, I mean, I mean, nobody talk about our team and stuff. Is 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 the team I I went to the stadium often, and and I said, "This is this is wrong." So, so I created this this magazine, and uh, and believe it or not, even it's not it's a humble team. We don't have, I mean, a large audience like bigger teams, obviously in La Liga. It's a very loyal and very 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 good uh, support fan base that we have. And, and it was being progressively successful. And believe it or not, um, we were in third division, but then we moved to second division. A few years after, we moved to La Liga, to first division. So by that, by, by that time, I was already an insider because I, I knew all, all the... I mean, from the team president, from the coaches, the players, whatever, because I had wow. been there for uh, almost 10 years when the team was abandoned from the media to now that we were in the spotlight. But I, I had been... In the journey, so some even some players were already remaining, and all the extractors of the team. So, so I was there. I was there in the playing Barcelona, Real Madrid, all the big teams, and I was in the pitch uh, taking photos or doing the the interviews to the players. Or I mean, we had this I don't know the press conference of Mourinho to guardiolas to whatever, uh, and and and. I mean, this is to say that uh, on top of the data profile mm-hmm. and on top of the digital and uh, interest of video games, I was actually a, a, a real football fan,
1: and yeah.
2: I don't want to say expert, but uh, that that um, that is the triangle that made it um, all fit.
1: Awesome! That's really cool that you had this whole journey <laughs> uh, from yeah, also again kind of following your team from the third league, right, to uh, to the. Yeah. the the Primera División,
2: uh, so it's really cool. to. Uh... Yeah, indeed. And we actually, I remember one uh, pre-season in summer where they, they went to the UK and, and obviously nobody, not of the official media, followed us humble team to go for uh, friendly games in summer. But I, I, I went there with my friend following the team. So we were in some stadiums in the UK. We played Millwall, we played Portsmouth. So okay. I, was, I was there in... Fratton Park with my journalist uh, <laughs> I uh, love yeah, that. yeah uh, and I was uh, yeah having a taste of the real, let's say, um, well, some authentic because for me or for us, uh, uh, everything about the soccer in in England is, is super authentic. So for me, it was a very good experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I want to say it's really like the perfect. Yep, like you have experience with reporting and and talking about football and of course watching so much football. And then also, yeah, you really know the game well, right? So this must help you a lot with uh, with the data and the engine. And that's that, what that, I. That imagined. was the idea,
2: indeed. Yeah. That was the idea. I have plenty yeah. of. This is, is not the focus today, but I have plenty of anecdotes mm. with uh, I don't know because I I knew all the 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 real coaches of Rayo Vallecano in the due time, so I of course had uh, uh, <laughs> super deep conversations off the record, of course, with <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, after the match or before matches uh, on the phone or even I mean on on the hotel of the guys. Just talking after, I don't know, I remember after uh, Barcelona, Football Club Barcelona, Rayo Vallecano, the night after with the coach, I was, I don't know, up to six in the morning just talking about what happened, didn't happen. All the, uh, so indeed, passion about the, uh, the game the, the itself. Game, yeah, yeah. Indeed. <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh,
1: great. Yeah, and it was really, really interesting. And it's also like last week or when we talk about engine, like for me to, to approach my, my journey as MFL manager, like it, I'm not good with data, but more mm-hmm. like I also know football. Um, so I try to approach it like you guys build it based on your what you know about football and I know football. So probably you make similar mm-hmm. choices or you value the same kind of things and you, you know the similar tactics and, in the, in the, and what would work. so So you can also approach it like that for people who are not maybe. That that good of data, let's say. Yeah. So, could you tell us a bit more about the, your role right now? Like, what are your main tasks in the team in the MFL Dev team and priorities? Maybe your goals for in the. In,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Just to connect the story, then I mm-hmm. I, I I I met the team uh, and at, at front I have to say that it's an amazing team. Uh, uh, <laughs> the guys in the MFL <laughs> for, for me, and again when uh, uh, again. Uh, for me, they're, they're, they're genius in some aspects of the uh, of, of what was done before, even before before I came, um, and now what I've seen uh, month after month. But um, my my focus has been on the engine. To be honest, so uh, as you may imagine, when you develop the, the the engine, it's a combination of skills you need. Uh, again, the technical skills obviously to develop all the aspects of the engine and the simulation and stuff, and you need the some functional knowledge. Call it about again about the about the soccer of. Football, <laughs> uh, 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 all the again, all the knowledge about football or about the um, the, the dynamics on the teams and the contract. I mean, whatever we want to put in place. So I am I am focused on the on the engine working with um, with Jan and and Contan that are. Absolutely, for me, the, the the I mean, it's crazy what they're able to do. Uh, uh, and this has been my my main focus in terms of priorities. You kind of know because you follow very closely the the dev updates. Yeah. Uh, priorities now are the pregame tactics that we want to to implement uh, and adding some more realism to some to some situations of the game. Um, you commented several times some appetite for player individual player stats to know mm-hmm. about um, Dirk and the others, how they are doing. Yes. Uh, so this is also part of our, of our uh, uh, priorities today.
1: Yeah, so a bit of the, the technical depth, what also a lot of users want, let's say, right? To make a, a mark, have a bit more influence on the, on the game itself. Indeed. So, yes. Yeah, maybe also about those formations, let's say. Could you tell us a bit more about... Well,
2: uh, yeah, it's been, a, a, I believe, a, a, a very, a very, a demand from the community, which we understood. We up to here we had five official formations working now for the last few weeks or months already. So it was something that we really wanted to to uh, to open more. And uh, and as uh, you know, one of the, the 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 things that we I don't want to say an obsession, but it's something that we have very clear is that we want to give the coaches the. the say the control the power so they they can take uh, decisions that have actual consequences and indeed you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have a meaning to do your your calls and stuff no so for us adding more uh, formations to open up your choices if you wish uh, together with some other uh, pre-gaming and eventually in gaming options that you may have to adjust the way your guys are our setup it it was fundamental so we were very very happy and and i will enter maybe into some details later it's not so easy to test the behavior for so many things but we were very 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 happy to be able to release it Um, and furthermore even in the in the in the format that we were doing it with this calendar for me personally i personally like it and find it even a good time in christmas time
0: yeah, I I think the, the calendar release like you just touched on then is really nice because you don't give all ten formations at once. Uh-huh. You almost give everyone twenty four hours minimum uh-huh. to like have to use it. So I for example, my first three days, I've gotten all the five at the back formation. So I've <laughs> got I think five four one, five two three, and five three two. And each hmm. day I've tested each one out. So you get a feel of how each formation is, because Indeed. I can imagine if you get given all ten of them, you may just pick two or three of them, and uh-huh. you may not use the rest of them, right? But having them all, you know, all in a different order as well. So what I get is different. What Calvinator gets, what is different to other users? Exactly. Get. So it almost, you know, you get, I guess, from your side as well. You then get lots of proper testing because you can analyze the quest matches. Yes, sometimes some, some some of the balance of the strength of teams is different because it's how they set up the teams in quest matches. But you'll always get some real life or real live examples of how those formations are being used in quest matches. So I think it's actually a really fun way for the community to see the new formations, but also a really good way for you guys to capture more data in sort of a nice a nice time frame as well agree, agree. one of the things, and
2: again we may get into some details later uh, for us it's good to see in in real games as you were saying, how the new formations are uh, somehow behaving uh, then the number of, com- of combinations you have is sometimes not enough to have uh, let 's say solid conclusions because you will have i mean one combination versus i mean and as you were saying also the the power of the teams is di- is, is different so uh, again, just to say that the Testing and monitoring is not necessarily easy, but uh, but we keep a close eye and, and yeah I like the way we we deliver it, it we deliver the formations uh, in a progressive way, if you wish.
1: Yeah, well actually, maybe we can move on uh, with Taggart's mm-hmm. question uh, on in the chat. Uh, we'll ask about it, right so maybe mm-hmm. so he said like like when testing new formations, are you looking for specific stats for those formations or how they perform? Compared to current formations in use, and is there meant to be like a general balance between formations, or are some meant to perform maybe a bit better in certain areas than others? Mm -hmm. Like, just a bit more like how, yeah, how can you test that kind of?
2: That's a good one. That's a good one, and as I would say, not necessarily easy. Uh, Indeed, for any new formation, of course, we test that all the related metrics to that formation individually or or for itself. They are they're making sense i mean it cannot be that one particular formation now we're suddenly going through i don't know many more whatever call it fouls shots or, i mean also all the metrics should be with it within the standard range and framework that that we have and then you get to the to the evaluation of this formation versus the others no so maybe the the first the first uh, unit test that you do is the one formation versus the same formation so you start understanding the met- the metrics by itself but then you need to check it versus all the others and then going to the to the point there is no there is no particular uh, guideline to have a perfect balance between formations because that that is what first is not possible and is not even the target what we care about and what we are sure that we provide is that there is no magic or secret recipe to select one formation and that will be like the cheat code and then you win everything mm. or whatever and it's super unbalanced. No, that, that is not going to happen. Uh, on the other side, uh, some formations could behave a little better versus other formations, just like in real life, depending, on, again, on the setup of the players or the, the power of the players on each formation, that could happen. So to go to to the question, we are not aiming a perfect accurate balance between all formations that I believe that wouldn't be uh, even achievable. Uh, but something that uh, from the overall perspective is, is making sense.
1: Yeah. And of course, it also depends on which players you use in there, right? And, uh-huh. and then later uh-huh. with the pregame tactics, if you are having a super high defensive line and you, you completely, uh-huh. you know, put loads of fast physical players in that midfield and some way you can dominate the midfield like that or, if you, exactly if you do a lower defensive line like right there's so much uh yeah like how you use a formation is also totally different uh so there's so many more variables but that's how it should be let's say that's how a proper manager does right as mm-hmm, you said mm-hmm. you talk to them and they think about <laughs> all of those things so yeah that's 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 great and probably it's also way too complex to that there will be like five podcasts i guess to, to talk really about <laughs> how uh, <laughs> all how you do the testing and and, and everything. yeah so maybe in general like could you tell us a bit more about the role that data plays in developing the overall game let's say is it like based really based on data or there's some other ingredients you
2: i i don't think we have a a, a way to, to to escape from data no. nowadays as as, as we all know now is general not in sports but for any given project or initiative or whatever being data driven is kind of of a must, no. So, so uh, there is a there is a big gap between projects or, or initiatives that are driven by gut feeling only, and those that really take the data mm-hmm. to to take, uh, let's say, uh, argumented and decisions, no. So, so for us, of course, uh, as happens, and then if we go to sports, we could have we could talk hours also about the way the, the way data is being used in real sports, no. And so, uh, football is not a, is is not a, an exception. Obviously, and I have seen the evolution from the times where there was almost no data to now that uh, they have the GPS on. And I mean, it's crazy the, the amount of data that we have. So going to the concrete question, uh, it, plays a, it plays a very important role for us to understand and develop the engine because a, a, at the end, you need the metrics to, 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 to check the behavior of what you are doing. That is, that is important. And also it is um, uh, from the external side you know well uh, coaches and and, and agents and, and, and managers and everybody in the ecosystem of mfl is going to be asking for data because you need it you want to know more about your, how your guys are are performing i mean from all, from all uh, from all aspects no could be the team could be the player could be the contract could be i mean from any perspective now uh, even from the marketplace you were commenting before no so uh, everything is around around uh, data so to make it short is it's an important it's not the only one after, obviously uh, and that is why we pay special attention to also how that, 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 uh, not only the metrics are good maybe maybe it's a good debate uh, if it was good only for metrics, it doesn't make sense. For us, neither, because no. this needs no. to represent obviously the the, the the evolution of the of the matches, no. Uh, so it's very important. Or uh, um, data is as as, in, as important as 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 it is uh, today in the in, in pretty much in any initiative.
1: Huh? Yeah. Now, what you also said uh, about data in sports in general, right now, like after like this whole money ball, right? That in uh, mm-hmm. a movie, and then like which like Brentford, I think, in England, which team is like super data driven. I know there's there's loads of you know, teams. Nowadays, Especially
0: right? in terms of, you know, like you said, JC, like the sort of the GPS and you now have things in the boots as well and, and, and things like that. There's so much data that is involved with football, especially the last couple of years. I know that, you know, I always like to use Norwich as an example, but we've recently hired a new sporting director who was the head of like loans management at Arsenal. He'd been at Arsenal for about 12 years, Ben Napper. And he's a very, very big data uh, dra- uh, data driven person. It, yeah.
2: it's, it's, it's very interesting. Well, first, uh, technology
0: has evolved a lot, so now, as
2: you were saying, now, now data is is, is available, no? So, the, uh, and, and often even in real time. That is another <laughs> one. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but, but for us, and, and and it's part of my role as well, and part of the uh, uh, the dynamics that I try to establish as well is for me uh, an statement like a. Pff, this guy is scoring too much or we have too much uh, upsets or we ha- no for me for me this is not enough i mean i need to know how many in concrete i mean this is Seven I mean we're having matches with many goals no many for me many what is many many is seven or is eight or is uh, so going to the real uh, let's say data driven approach what for me is not the same to have three point five that uh, four point seven uh, uh, is is interesting so uh, I mean again, if you take it too too strictly speaking maybe it's too much, but uh, having always a a data data perspective. To narrow down what we're talking about is important and we had the example in the in the community that is a good one about the upsets and ratios no in the last version of the engine so it's good to see how the real data or even the survey that we did how perceptions and data needs to be aligned because uh, uh, you may say i want more surprises in the game but then you do the you could do the survey and the real data is showing that the amount of surprises is the one that, that you have. <laughs> so yeah. there is a misalignment between your perception and the data, which is yeah. perfectly fine, but, uh, um, it's, it's, uh,
0: it's another way to, to look at it. Maybe let's do some Dirk dilemmas. So JC, if you listen to the podcast, you, you'll know about these Dirk dilemmas, but you'll know that we don't tell you about these or what these are going to be. So these are just some quick fire questions this or that and we just want you to say your answer maybe a little bit of a reason why so do you want to kick off carbonator
1: yes well the first one this can be your just your personal opinion uh like 433 or 442 what do you personally prefer uh,
2: 433 three. Four, three, and, three. and why no just for me it, it's, it's not about performance or preference or uh, i mean uh, because in reality is better is because it came after and for me it's about like moving forward and being innovative and for me the 442 we have uh, at the beginning everything was 442 Hmm. so I I am more in the mood to explore and innovate and find alternatives nothing related to being more performing eh? this is (laughs) no no financial and no coaching advice in the in this in this (laughs) podcast eh?
1: (laughs) no no tactical advice (laughs) no
2: tactical advice at front it was more a feeling yeah
1: no, I agree with you. Like the well, it's also the Dutch uh, total football, the, the the traditional Dutch formation. So I like it a lot too. Four three three. I know Dio also likes it a lot. So we all like four four two. More English one, right? Jim was more English tradition. Yeah,
0: four four two is a bit more English. We'll call it. You know, just your two banks of four and two up top, hoof up long, that sort of thing. Um, which I did play a lot in the in season zero point one. I played that and we won. But this year I've been playing a lot of 4-3-3 and, and having luck with that. So, but, but yeah, that's, that's my answer. But yeah, good answer, JC. Yeah. Nice one. Another
1: one. Or Rayo Vallecano wins the title or Real Madrid gets relegated?
2: Or oh, Rayo Vallecano wins the title. No, yeah. no way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> indeed. indeed. First, because um, this, this is, this is, this is important. Uh, you should care about your own team first than about the others, and this is even more for humble teams. So uh, we are happy with that. Uh, if, even if we won second division, we are happy. We don't we don't compare. But uh, okay. Uh, and are you are you,
1: uh, <laughs> are you jealous of uh, Girona right now?
2: You know the 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 Girona coach was a legend of Rayo Vallecano, both as really? a player, really? as a player, and as a coach. Uh, he coaches uh, Rayo three four seasons ago. This guy, uh, I mean, I told I talked talk to Mich- Mitchell. His name is Mitchell. He's the coach of Girona. He's a, a, an absolute legend in Rayo. He played in the UEFA Cup. The only time we played in UEFA Cup, uh, he was in the team. Absolute legend. Uh, and I talked to him for hours and hours when he was a player and a coach in Rayo Vallecano. So not jealous, but super happy about uh, about uh, Mitchell and about a humble team being in the in the in the Top of the charts.
1: Yeah, and I think everyone's cheering for them. It's a bit like Leicester, right before? Leicester yeah. winning the Premier. Yeah, kind of and the
2: Cinderella the... story. Yeah, yeah India.
0: The and they, they, they don't have a training ground either, do they? They don't. It's currently, I think I saw, this could be just complete rubbish I saw online, but they don't have a training ground either at the moment. It's currently being built. So I think they currently, at the moment, they they train on a golf course, like some (laughs) golf course somewhere. And yeah, it's crazy. It's it's a crazy story that's going on right now.
2: Indeed, indeed. indeed. I I don't know the details, but a very humble team living in the shadows in Barcelona and their Barça and the others. Uh, And again, I know Mitchell is trying to establish this culture in the humble team to be part of your team and not being all the time uh, talking about Barcelona because what happens in, you know, well as well in humble teams sometimes your own team is the second team you support the main team because they want to win the champion real madrid no you support real madrid because they are and then you support Rayo vallecano while this in Rayo, it doesn't happen that much because people are from Rayo first and then about about the maybe some big team that you support we all do that okay uh, (laughs) it's a very nice story from from girona
0: yeah Yeah. i feel like you should always have you know naturally your team should always be first and then you can support a bigger team but they never never go above your own team they never uh-huh. like for example if if man city and man u played in a final I'll naturally want man city to win that's just how uh-huh. i feel i'd rather uh-huh. have them win but i would never i don't like celebrate them winning the league or something like that it's just nice to nice to see
2: yeah no i have my opinion on this as a football <laughs> debate yeah uh, yeah because i i I, rem- I remember well the seasons where Madrid and Barcelona were winning 95% of the matches. Like, I mean, yeah. when Messi and Ronaldo were here, there was no league. It was, they beat everybody and then they come, I mean, they face each other and whomever wins the two games, they're going to win the league because it's like, I don't know, 36 wins and one tie and one lose. Uh, this is, and for me, it was even boring to to, to play on TV because they're going to win.
0: Yeah.
2: If they win 3-0, they are disappointed because Cristiano didn't, Score five, <laughs> and with yeah. with my humble team, I I I was attending to the game, and I don't know what is going to happen because my humble team, they could win something totally unexpected, and they could lose to the last. <laughs> so it's much more, I don't know. For me, it was much more about uh, fun, if you wish, and, and passionate about. But yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the let's, football, uh, de- let's football debate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. There was a long uh, discussion, <laughs> but no. yeah, long, dark, um, long. Sorry, I got away with. It. I got too. No, calm. no worries. No worries. <laughs> um, it's good to also ramble. Jello card,
2: about... jello card, Jimbo. jello, yeah, card. jello card. Okay. Well,
1: know. this one is more about NFL. Uh, uh, Meta mercenaries or Ballers FC? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess you have no preference, but uh, just. Uh, no, easy. but
2: uh, I, I am selfish. I, I know who's because he's. Uh, the meta mercenaries are leading the the table they're gonna win i go with the winning team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always and get, and get some points so yeah. i will take advantage of that no of yeah. course no 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 preference in yes. in the community uh, all amazing
1: yes now of course a little a little teasing here a thousand new users right away or a perfect engine
2: what would you prefer Wow! Uh, a thousand new users because we are all eager, and it's one of our let's say, I mean, to have more people enjoying having part of the the fun and and the, and the project. And for me, the engine, uh, well, perfection is very difficult to achieve. And even without an imperfect engine, you can you can achieve mm. what what you want. And with one more one thousand users, it will be much more fun. So yeah. not doubt about it. More people with
1: us. Yeah, it's also a bit like philosoph- philosophical question. Like, can there be a perfect engine? Is there like right? no? Is there, is <laughs>
2: I get it anyway, because we are kind of perfectionists as well. It's something that we also internally debate uh, about uh, delivering something that is totally perfect and something that could be maybe not perfect, but already adding a lot of value to you guys. Mm -hmm. And I believe uh, these days is sometimes you can live with some hiccups and some things that are not perfect for whatever reason. It's part of the process. Uh, That is why we are also sometimes in early phases, call it alpha, whatever, uh, and and it's much more... um, uh, I believe positive for the overall context to deliver something that is not super perfect, but expose uh, to to the people and they can they can even contribute back with insights that if you try to do it perfect <laughs> when you expose mm. it, it is not gonna be perfect. So let's let's iterate and and, and expose it uh, sooner. Mm. I'll go with that. Yes.
1: Uh, last one: real football or metaverse football?
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, you got you you,
2: you got me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go with the MFL now versus even be, uh, and uh, and and why well, again? Maybe it's philosophical. I'm getting to 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 philosophical today. <laughs> uh, uh, there is one aspect about real soccer that we didn't implement, and we hope to we don't implement never ever. It's about some educational behaviors in in in, in real football that. Personally, and this is personal opinion, eh? and we are here again, informally speaking. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't like if I had a, a kid, and I have seen very again going to many stadiums in, in my life from many different <laughs> places. I have seen terrible things in terms of education, if you want, about um, culture with the referees, uh, with the winning attitude. I mean. Phew. Um, uh, so I mean, again, without being too philosophical, I'm enjoying MFL mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Sometimes even more than the that the real time matches. Yeah. Step Rayo
1: Vallecano.
0: <laughs> yeah that, well, that's that's the answer that Mathieu and and Jan wanted to hear right yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah we definitely have no uh soccer moms or angry parents on the sideline pushing the kids too hard and uh, oh, that's, that's uh, not you, uh, here
2: yet it's something okay. Yeah but even the even the players so we hopefully in MFL we never Implement uh, guys uh, faking uh, and, and all the all the <laughs> time diving. Yeah. Yeah, 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 indeed diving and and it's always the fault of the other. It's always the referee. Mm. It's always it, it was never me. So you try to cheat the referee ten times and then of course they fail and then you, I mean, come on. But... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or uh, a
1: ch- the chairman hitting the referee like in Turkey. Yeah, in Turkey. Yeah, uh, I saw yeah, it. That is really bad. Crazy stuff. Really
2: I bad. saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. uh yeah, no,
1: no. We had another qu- question from a listener. Ooh. I think it was Duff. And, yeah, it was uh, Duff. And, and he had a very long question, but I think to summarize it, it would be something like, how do you e- evaluate the engine performance? Which benchmarks do you use? Do you try to mimic it a bit like probably like oh. the Premier League? Or um, do you have some kind of Comparison for that, or yeah, is there, yeah. Is, you saw the question, I think, right? But is it yeah, yeah, yeah? What, yeah, yeah. what would you say about that?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, is often in terms of real, real life metrics, it's true. We we, we check uh, Premier League uh, metrics and other major leagues, even though sometimes they they vary uh, quite a lot. It depends uh, if you take uh, uh, red cards or whatever. I mean, they change season after season and they change uh, uh, in between leagues. But yes um we do have a reference in premier league i have to say as well it's never a, an obsession to be super accurate with all the metrics because that is something that uh, i mean we can progressively tune and adjust but uh it's it's, it's very difficult to get uh, super precise in all the metrics uh, and we need to actually to adapt to to the development of our engine so we recently added uh, uh, the corners or the, the you know the free kicks and penalties and stuff, something that was not there before, uh, and, and we adjust. Uh, if you see, and this comes with the with the last fix that we applied in the mid of the season, now penalties are more adequate to what they were before. No, so now we have kind of one every five matches more or less, which maybe is still a little short, but okay. And before we didn't have so many. Uh, we also adjusted corners, so now we are in the range of. I believe nine ten corners per match, which is more aligned with the standards. Standards I meaning real, mm-hmm. real, real life matches. So again, we do have a reference and and, and uh, to check in Premier League, but um, cannot be an obsession. We will we will get there little by little.
0: So and, uh, so, so when can we expect VAR in MFL? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> At least, yeah, the, yeah the... <laughs> So well, I. I I don't want to be the one answering uh, in Discord about the, <laughs> about about um, the, that kind of decision, th- no, uh, no. But and, and and but there was, a, I believe, a second aspect of the question that for me was interesting as well is about uh, uh, if the metrics should be the same uh, when the power of the teams or the players is different. Okay, and I believe that is an interesting one, and and of course depending on the on the power of the teams we could expect the metrics to behave a little, a little bit different. So it could not be, again, maybe the same ratio of upsets or surprises in between two very top teams, even though there is the same average gap that between two teams on a lower range, no? Maybe it's not the same logic and same for, for all the metrics, no? So passes or, or goals or whatever, you may expect some more, I don't know, degree of uh, inaccurate passes and indeed more discontrol and more goals in uh, teams that are less uh, skilled than in other Mm -hmm. kind of teams. Again, you enter in a very good debate with formations and stuff but um, to answer to the question no, we don't expect it to be linear or the same, we expect it to be uh, uh, I mean according or define according to the power of the teams And, and sometimes we are there, some others we are not and we will keep improving.
1: Yeah, now you would expect more yellow cards, right? If if you have a, a diamond league team against an iron team, then maybe to compensate, or that would be like realistic, I guess, also in real football, or more corner, way more dominant, yeah, way more goals, way more corner kicks, maybe more penalties because they have to foul more to stop, right, strikers. Yeah. So, of course, indeed, I would say indeed. that, yeah, that changes, right? Yeah. Also to to mimic to mimic football, let's say. Um, Another question, maybe a bit more general, uh, but which feature would you instantly add to MFL if you had a magical button?
2: Ooh. <laughs> it could be it could be about
1: your about your engine. Could be about your own work. Could be about in general.
2: Yeah, well. Uh, uh... You somehow got me with the previous, uh, with some of the previous uh, questions because I was going to say not a functionality, but but uh, but uh, uh, adding many more users to the community mm-hmm. in one of a sudden, <laughs> no, but that is that is not a functionality. And, for, and, and well, I know some that are somehow coming. For me, uh, well, just to open the debate, and openly, I'm 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 a I'm a big fan, or I, I was dreaming maybe about a, a couple of things. One is obviously about the simulation and being able to see uh i imagine our website with all the matches being played uh, recurrently for all the games in a, in a let's say 2d 3d simulation mode where we can all go there and see what is what is happening uh, for me that would be kind of a dream and in terms of, of the ecosystem i'm a fan uh, of uh, of other assets as well today i know we have clubs mm-hmm. and we have the players and we have the dynamics we have but for me i'm dreaming uh with a other assets, call it the stadiums, venues, whatever other kind of uh, artifact in the ecosystem that that, that we we'll hopefully at some point will be able to to add, no, or, or I don't know, development centers or or yeah, physical yeah. trainers or coaches. Uh, and again, and it is it is well described even in the white paper in some cases, and some others could be our ideas. But I I would I would uh, I would love to to have that. Me too.
1: Yeah, and know the, the staff would be really good like that when players retire, they remain functional, like uh-huh. maybe like maybe even permanent as like some kind of trainer or coach or uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. scout or something like that. That uh-huh. would be really cool to have staff. And then you can also keep training them, right? Assigning them as, indeed, indeed. as staff members. Can... So that keeps adding value. Like Mitchell in
2: Girona, he, he yeah, exactly. was a legend yeah. in Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, a legend in Rayo Vallecano and then a legend as a coach in another franchise. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you, you see you see that a lot though, don't you? Just like legendary players, whether they go away for a bit and then come back as a coach or they stay to be part of, you know, the coaching staff or some trainer of some sort. You you see it you see it a lot in, in most clubs, or even sometimes taking a, a more high up role, for example. Um, in Norwich, one of our old players managed the academy for a bit, and now he's uh-huh. you know he's right at the top of the club, making all the big decisions, sort of thing. Uh-huh. A, bit may- a bit like maybe like like Edwin van der Sar was when he was at Ajax for his little his little stint, right? Things like that.
1: Yeah, well, that was all uh, Van Gaal, uh, Cruyff philosophy, like uh, yeah. Mars van der Sar, all those guys running the club. And then... yeah, Although uh, yeah. for various reasons, that's all. Uh... Yeah. exploded imploded uh, right now
0: That's what <laughs> I, I, stadiums stadiums is one that yeah. i'd love to see i think stadiums there's so much possibility and and fun you can have with that and i think mm-hmm. you know always i like talking about saying fun but i think everyone who plays a game has fun you can introduce more ways to have fun and you know um in heighten that emotion i think you know go for it, do it. I think stadiums would be super cool. You know, customize, you know, like the colors of it or something like that. Or, you know, if you could even have, even have goal music, right? Just small things like <laughs> that. You a little goal yeah. music NFT. You know, I'd love to have Sam- Samba de Janeiro, the Norwich Brazilian song. I used to love that. <laughs> they, cha- they changed it this year and it's really, really annoyed me. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. They changed it to um, some other song, but it used to be like iconic. And in- we even had it in FIFA where awesome. if you were uh-huh. Carol Road you'd have that music but now I've got rid of it and it's quite an iconic Norwich song but you got rid of it now. yeah, but yeah uh, stadiums uh, go music
1: yeah like custom chants or custom music or uh-huh. custom banners or like that you can come up with your own fake companies that are advertising there or maybe your it own is. you you plug your own <laughs> twitter like follow me on twitter, twitter here twitter. plug your own twitter there or uh, you have some banter you know like some names yeah, yeah, we would be, would be fun, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah yeah
2: yeah so, yeah, you could let your your publicity space in your
1: stadium could yeah. be yeah yeah like Wendercast Spotify. Oh,
2: indeed, indeed. <laughs> <even like> the, <laughs> the,
0: the Wender Cup, for example, on that one because I guess you could say that we're I don't know we don't really sponsor it, but you know it's off the back of the podcast and the team allowing us to ha- you know use this platform and the hype and everything to create a great tournament. Which actually I want to talk about that quick just just on that when seeing the tweet recently about um, MFL um asking what's everyone's sort of favourite features and people were replying on Twitter. It felt kind of surreal to see people mention the Wendert Cup and the Wendert cast. It felt really nice to to see that. To see that something that we're you know, we we'll call it built over the last say two and a half months. And the MFL team is allowed us to do the streams and and the Wendert Cup. And then people saying that's, you know, the qualifiers things have been a feature they've really liked. It feels really I get, well, surreal. it seems weird to, to see that but it's really good yeah, so, no,
1: it's, yeah. it's really uh really to nice to have, have some that. some shout outs there and uh oh. and yeah to to that that's like an integral part right you now of the, the community that's yeah the community the community really here
0: good. is 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 amazing i think and you know jc is someone who myself was also in top shot you'll know the community in top shot at times i'm not sure what the spanish community was like but but the english and american community was a bit mental at times it's probably being polite and maybe a bit toxic at times so to have a community that's proper strong and, and cemented together i think is i think i think is phenomenal yeah
1: yeah definitely the one of the, our biggest assets is the, the community and that yeah. being so good final question which we often ask is about your future predictions for mfl and what would be your role as mr data let's say what is your your prediction for that, or how do you see that? Or what?
2: my prediction, my prediction, my prediction is actually very linked with the point that you just commented, and that I can I can only uh, uh, support or reinforce. And for me, the, the the community, and again, I didn't want to be like super positive today with all aspects, but with the team, and and with you guys. I, I will, I mean, w- the work that you're doing with the with the with the pod, uh, f- another initiatives for me is amazing, and the community overall is is outstanding. As you were saying, is healthy. Uh, f- even even for feedback that we may receive on anything is, is constructive or we are able to, I mean, to have a super healthy ecosystem. So for me, the community uh, uh, that I will say we all put together is, is amazing. And in your case, I have to say, and it's very linked with the, what I see in the team, MFL team internally is, is, is top quality. And and when I see your your streaming in the days of the drops and I see every little thing, with the quality is done, and, and it, again, it could be a quiz, it could be a game, it could be the everything is really is really done with 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 care. And I, I mean, maybe it's my professional deviation because I look at the detail or whatever. <laughs> but for me, for me is uh, honestly uh, is super 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 good. Having <laughs> so having said that, for 2024, uh, I don't know if it's a, a prediction or a wish. Uh, but because of of what I see internally in the team, again, not a super numerous team, but the the, the what I was able to see with the talent, the enthusiasm, the, the enthusiasm, the, the passion, uh, you were mentioning before about qualifiers, they were developed in a, in, in super quickly. I mean the, the and w- again with quality, uh, and I'm missing maybe other guys in the shadows like Jordan and Anisha. I mean uh, everything. Everything i don't know for me is uh, I, I, <laughs> uh, i'm not a Jeff, i mean I have passion about it because I see the commitment the, the, the quality and uh, and uh all the good things that the team is putting on the table so twenty twenty four for me is uh, hopefully the skyrocket year we are able to to bring more users to the to the overall community have some of the fancy functionalities that we have in the in the pipeline. Uh, keep learning from each other, getting the feedback from the community, and keep moving on. For me, uh, I do expect and wish that is a, a, a great year, including you guys in your pod. Oh, I love that, man. Yes. Cheers. awesome.
1: <laughs> thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for those words. And, uh, it sounds good. Looking forward uh, to 2024. Definitely.
0: Yeah, big year, big year for us, big mm-hmm. year for MFL. Um, I'm, ex- I'm expecting lots of big things. The thing is, though, I know lots of big things will happen. We had a chat about the last... 2023 has been a massive year in terms of where we're at this time last year. We didn't even have an engine. And now we've got all these amazing people such as yourself, JC, who work on the engine and give us all the data and the updates and all the fine tunes and do all that development work. So... I guess we could say on behalf of the the community, you've got our full support and backing and we look forward to all of the the features and, and updates that you bring us through 2024. And thank you for 2023 as well. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Do we, do we want to talk about anything else quickly? Yes. Is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? We talk
2: about football. We talk about, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It would be an endless de- <laughs> debate. Now, for me, again, just saying thank you for having me today. It was a pleasure. And I hope I was able to answer some of the questions uh, from users. And if not, we will keep doing it uh, in Discord and any other mechanisms we often do. So thank you. Thank you very much. No,
0: yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. No, thank you so much for for coming on the podcast today jc sort of finishing off 2023 with a with it with a bang so to speak um we'll draw the episode close there we will be releasing a christmas and a new year podcast so on christmas if you want to have half an hour 40 minutes of a quick when cast listen you can do and also on, on new year's day as well we will be recording those sort of together and beforehand, but we want to make sure that we still keep keep to our Monday Monday recordings and publishing. So don't worry, over the festive periods, you will have some Wendert cast content to listen to, which we're super excited for. Without further ado, we'll end it there. Thank you so much for listening, JC, as well, for being on this podcast. Super, super love it. Great conversation to have. I know lots of people are going to be excited about what we've just spoken about. So if you've not already left a review or followed us on Spotify or on Twitter or X as it's now called, please go and do so. Thank you so much for listening and hopefully we'll see you on the live stream on Tuesday, an hour before the drop starts. We'll see you then. And if not, we wish you all a very lovely, happy Christmas and thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: <laughs>